Welcome everybody. Welcome everybody. Uh, it's another amazing episode of Technically Speaking. Uh, I'm just here for the setup. Um, I'm gonna go and watch on on YouTube. Uh, yeah. While these two spit some amazing game, but what I am gonna be here for is the infamous disclaimer because there's gonna be some information here that some people may interpret as financial advice, and we just want to make sure that people know that it's not actually financial advice. So uh, let's just get into the disclaimer. And um, Thank you for Voice of Crypto for, for sharing this on your platform for us once again. Uh, disclaimer should be up now. So disclaimer, terms and conditions. All our content is for education, information, entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as investment advice or recommendation to buy, sell, hold any assets or place any trades. Please yep. do your own what? Research. Our content is intended to only be used for informational use. It's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment, which could be based on your own individual circumstances. You always take independent professional advice from a professional advisor. I'm not a professional financial advisor. Kirsten, are you no. a professional financial advisor? No, am I? No, Kasha, am I? Are you a professional financial advisor? Technically, I'm a, I'm a guy on the internet. He's a guy on the internet. Um, so independently research and verify all information that you find on our show from any guys on the internet that you wish to rely upon, whether you wish to make an investment decision or otherwise, because all investments come with risk. So please do your own research. We are not financial advisors, do not intend to be perceived or received as financial advisors. However, we are actually working in collaboration with several accredited advisors. And if you're unable to mitigate your risk, then please contact us immediately so we can refer you to an accredited financial advisor. Blockchain. There you go. Exactly that. Okay, cool. So now that the disclaimer's over, um, yeah, man, I think uh, a lot of people are excited about the markets right now. Um, but let's get into it. I mean, um, Wukash, what are you thinking about the markets at this present moment in time? What have you been seeing happening in the, in the world, in the space? And how do you foresee these things um, sort of changing the, the financial markets and affecting them? And then we'll get into the charts together. Okay, sure. So... I've actually not paid attention to the market at all for the last couple of days. I did keep a close eye on it last week. Uh, this week and over the weekend, I've not paid attention at all. So what you will be getting is a completely unbiased, unprepared, un unscripted view of what I'm seeing. I'm, I would approach the market cautiously regardless because it all depends on, like I always say, the time frame that people operate under. If you've got five years to sit on uh, some money that you don't need, no problem. However, this thing plays out now, you're going to be good anyway. However, if you are in a position where you needed that money that you're putting into the market and you need it to work right now, if it doesn't, yeah, if you sit on it long enough, you'll probably recover. But you have the opportunity cost of having to recover that loss. And it's always easy to lose 50% of your money, but to make that same money back, the price has to double, which is way harder to accomplish. Exactly and also- that, Especially within crypto and Web3. I mean, so with such volatile assets as well. Yeah. Yeah, you can make money quickly, but it can also lose money quickly. And if all you have is 500 pounds to your name and you're putting it on a coin, hoping that it's going to blow up, if it doubles, your life doesn't change anyway. So you've only made 500. You still have a whole lot more money to make before you can consider yourself financially free and independent. 
So that would be my overall take. However, let's jump into the charts and see what's actually been playing out and where this thing might go. Amazing. Just gonna refresh my screen. Can you see my screen, bro? Yes, I can see your screen. Uh, just another run through of Wukash and how he plays the charts. Uh, do you want to tell them which one would be the red candle and which one would be the green candle, just so that they understand? Because obviously your chart is set up where there's no bias and there's not emotions pumping into into uh, your TA. So I think that would be good to explain that to them as well. So the way I like to set up my charts is to minimize minimize emotion and just be as cold, rational, and unbiased as I possibly can. If you look at the charts, even the, the default charts you get uh, in services like TradingView, or if you look at uh, the charts provided at CoinMarketCap or CoinGecko, or every single exchange that's pretty much out there, they are set up like a casino because the way an exchange makes its money is the more you trade, the more trading fees you're going to pay, which means the more money they make. So just be aware that that's the way the business model is set up. And it's essentially set up like a casino, which in this case, just like the house always wins, the exchange always wins, whether you make money or whether you don't. So even if we look at the way the world is set up, if you have traffic lights, and you're you're standing at the cross at the at the pedestrian crossing. If it's red, it means stay there, don't go. If it's green, it's okay. Carry on, go do what you're doing. Um, if you see on a chart a whole lot of green, you probably shouldn't be entering because all you'll be doing is providing exit liquidity for all the people that have been sitting in for from from the from the beginning when the price started pumping. So to, uh, to counteract all those, all those biases, I've set up my charts using, well, the black background because it's just easier on my eyes, but the candles themselves for price going up, I have white and for price going down, I have a oh, slightly darker gray, which enables me to look at the charts without, without that built in emotional response that you would naturally have to colors so that's just that's just the way i do things now in terms of the actual charts i like to have a top-down view so first starting with the smp then looking at bitcoin and then all the individual coins because for the most part things are correlated so if one thing is pumping probably probably other things will pump as well so as we see on the well let's let's zoom out a bit first as we see on the s p 500 and we're in a daily daily time frame right now daily correct we okay. have been can we excite that advert? They've got a little advert in the, in the corner. Ah, sure. <laughs> no, we don't want to upgrade. There you go, fellas. Amazing. Probably going to start stalking us with ads again in a minute, but we'll hold them <laughs> off. Hold the line. So, as we can see, we've had a pretty nice run up over here, but overall, 
the price is still in a range. I wouldn't consider us back in a proper bull until we can clear this level. That would be uh, around 4,150. Once we clear this level, I would be way more optimistic about placing a, a significant what do you mean clear that level? Um, is there a certain candle confirmation? Because I run by a three candle rule, um, depending, especially depending on what time frame. But I run by a three candle rule where I get a three candle confirmation above that line. Then it's then it's cleared, in a sense. If there's if because obviously it will touch that line a couple times. Sometimes yeah. it might go. Normally it will touch that that line two three times. Then start clearing up. From what I've been seeing in, in markets with trends. Um, but yeah, when you say um, a clear confirmation, what, what would you describe that as? So if we look at the way this line has held up in the past, it's been it's been a good level of support over here, and here it started flipping into resistance. We did we did break it briefly over here, and then on the retest and that actually went straight on your trend line as well i can see you have a trend line and it that yeah. when it broke through it only went exactly to where that trend line was which is beautiful ta mm. and it's straight back down broken through so yeah i mean it really was struggling to push through that range um and then it fell back down i can definitely see that um yeah, it's quite interesting now because it's bro it's it's almost breaking out of that trend, but it needs to actually break through that level of resistance that you're saying. Um hundred percent. Um yeah, I'd be looking for something like this and then for the retest to actually hold. Yes, like that you have a three candle rule here. Well, we had two where it did hold, and then on the third one, boom, we nook. There you go. Three candle rule. Don't it don't play don't play games, bro. The three candle rule, man yeah and then you probably have quite a few people getting excited da, 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 euphoria starts picking up and then because for some here's the thing in business there is there is such a thing as win-win you get a good product solves your problem i get money we're both happy in yeah. the markets for somebody to win somebody has to lose and usually it's the institutions that win and uh regular retail traders they're, they're the ones that lose because it's it's easier for a player of 100 million to to set up certain place than somebody with 10 grand a person with 10 grand cannot move a market person with 100 million maybe yeah i think that's a good thing to understand as well because there's so much uh trillions flowing through the markets um as a whole and i think that you have to understand what that power buying right power has and also i think separate to just reading charts also what people that have the large majority of the markets and do push the markets and move the markets what are they doing and what are they looking at because especially in the stock market it's very very easy to track and trace all of their moves um but yeah i think i think that's that's very clear bro um, in terms of uh, the crypto markets now, um, 
you want to move on to Bitcoin, right? I think I can see your tabs, right? I can see you got a little fear and greed index going on over there, bro. Could we just check out the fear and greed and see where we are currently within the space and see how how people are feeling? So there's there's two things that I actually use. First, first is fear and greed, but there is another tool which on on a long enough time frame it plays out pretty accurately which i will show in in a second so, so it's looking like people are very greedy right now for me i'm looking for this to be in the orange or red uh under there they go yeah i'm looking for it to be in the orange or red around about 20 something under under 20 something that's what i'm looking for typically um then i'm like okay cool now it's kind of like getting to where i need it to be at um but how about you well how do you use the fair and greed and how does it benefit your trading so in terms of the fear and greed in, in index i tend to because i don't i don't really trade like short-term time frames like hour 50 minutes i don't really i don't really do that if if i do use them it's only for a confirmation of what's going on in the short term uh, if I do place any any trades or buy any spots, I would go for primarily the four hour for our chart and then occasionally flip to the daily. So with with those with those time frames, if if we are in high greed, I would just avoid because uh, there's no there's no point in buying into a pump unless you're really willing to to sit there for a year and that's not how long I would be willing to sit in in in, a, in any sort of a position, unless I was just back holding uh, some coins till literally, literally Valhalla or until or, the cows come home. They say, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, in terms of this, there 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 will always be a retracement, even if we blow up into a full on bull market right now. Even if the Fed Fed goes, okay, guys. Time to turn on the money printer. Let's go. Even if that happens, there will be some sort of a retracement. There will never be a never-ending pump because at some point people will take profits and a profit on five, a 20% profit on 500 pounds is not the same as a 20% profit on 500 million. Exactly that. All, you make your 20% of 500, okay, you're 100 pounds richer. Those guys over there, they're 100 million richer. So it's 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 totally different. Um, in terms of the other tool um, that I find very useful is, is this thing called, called funding. So it's a free tool. You access it for, through coinalize.net. Now, this one we don't need. So we want aggregated predicted funding rate on Bitcoin. And what this tool shows us is the overall sentiment of, of traders on, um, on, derivative, on derivatives exchanges. So usually, without, without too, much, too much detailed explaining, whenever... Whenever funding becomes very, very negative, that's an indication that a lot of people are shorting the market. They're betting on the price to go down. 
Now, unfortunately, usually those guys are wrong because yeah. just they're just retail traders. They don't they don't have the capital to move the markets. So, what's as as we said earlier, for somebody to make money, somebody has to lose money. So if all if all the retail are betting on the price to go down, there is a there is a high possibility that the institutions will just come in and wipe them out, wipe them out. Which, if we look historically at how this has played out, yeah, this this uh, this area right here, funding very negative for a very prolonged period of time. What do we get after? <laughs> Big pump. Yeah. Again here. Funding becomes negative. What do we do? We get a pump. And yeah. High. Same here. That's if 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 I remember correctly, that's around the time when FTX collapsed. I was about to say that's a super that's a super duper dump. Yeah, that's when everybody thinks, okay, this the world's coming to an end. Like that's it. <laughs> that's yeah, that it. looks like the world is ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I don't think the data goes this far back, but if you if you try to find, uh, yeah, it doesn't go this far back. But if you look at like the COVID dump, which I think was over here. Again, the fun the funding was, was ridiculous. It doesn't go that far back, unfortunately. Maybe they do on a premium version, but definitely you don't have this one. Again, okay. we have extreme pessimism for a pretty long time. And then what do we get? We got a pump here again, negative funding. Not as bad as over here, but still a pretty, pretty sharp drop. And just at the peak, when the funding became the most negative, what do we get? We get a pump. Because mm -hmm. yeah. then all the big boys come in and say, okay, all these, all these stars are betting on the market to go down. Let's take their money. Yeah, and just like that, liquidate everyone, boom, just like that, exactly that, and that's how it works. Um, it's a mad game. Uh, when you see the macro picture versus us, like on a retail level as retail traders, um, it's it's a big game that we're playing in, and I think yeah, utilizing tools like this is is definitely the best way to get that edge ahead, and also think like they do in a sense because they they have access to a plethora of toolings, plethora of um, different things that allow them to have leverage over the markets as obviously they're pumping in hundreds of millions, if not billions into the markets. Um, so, yeah. Um, okay. Incredible. Let's just run through um, Bitcoin and Ethereum because uh, I think there's some interesting stuff. A lot of people are buzzing ar around that at the moment as well. And then um, after that, we'll run through a few alts and then um, wrap it up. So yeah, the Bitcoin is 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 there. Okay, I would have zoomed out. Go ahead, bro. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you do this. Obviously, everyone TA is different, so you know. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been I've been beating up this chart for a while, as you can see. Oh, I can see you got ranges up in there, bro. I can see you got ranges. Yeah. So obviously, in terms of the macro view, there is a possibility we've actually hit the bottom. 
And even if you and if you compare it to the funding level over here, it was confirmed. It was confirmed. Um, so we actually read a report um, from Grayscale, a Grayscale bear market report. I would definitely advise you guys to check out that um, on our page. Um, yeah, the Grayscale report that we read through actually covered a lot of the market temperaments and also the history of all of the whole space and how it affected the markets. And one thing that I think was very, very interesting um, was that, yeah, they, they confirmed in December that that was the bottom. So, yeah, the bottom was confirmed by Grayscale in December. And uh, they also gave a timeline on, on the cycles of Bitcoin and how long it takes to get back into a bull market and how much days on average it does as well. But, yeah, if you're interested in that, check it out. Um, but, yeah, I think that uh, it definitely did bottom. Uh, from my opinion, from what I've read, not just from what I think personally. Um, yeah, I feel like I look at the markets quite, I don't know if the word's pessimistic. I look at the market so negatively. I'm like, yeah, I, I look at something, I'm like, yeah, that's going down. I'm looking for the bad things. I, I'm not even looking for good things in the market when I look in the market. In a way, you have to. Yeah, yeah. Because this, this is war. At the end of the day, this is financial war. Yeah. There is no such thing as we're all gonna make it. The only the only reason back in 2020, 2021, everybody was making it was because just new people kept coming in. And those new people had less and less of a financial IQ where it was very easy to take their money. That's all it is. But just just to let you guys know as well, in my opinion, having a level of knowledge uh, of of understanding to this level gives you a, a good edge as well in my opinion and i think that yeah understanding that like you can see the 28 2019 top 2018 top you can see exactly where the markets have been at it's very very good to understand uh, exactly what what has been going on with within the space and understand okay maybe we might be in this year at the moment well we're, not, we're we're kind of pushing past 2018 at the moment we're kind of pushing we're returning back to this point and um the markets will show you i mean there's points previously from the history points um in the market like on the charts that you can see you go back and you can actually see exactly every single little point where it's changed and where it's returned back to so um really use utilizing all of the data that the chart is showing can really paint a picture and that's that's what we do i mean we're just painting a picture to understand uh more of the history of how it's moving and based on that history where those points will be basically so yeah um okay so bitcoin cool um could you go in a weekly and zoom out because that's what i would do yeah uh zoom out on the weekly because i saw on ethereum i saw a little yeah it looks the same so it looks like not a bull flag. It's not. It's nowhere near a bull flag, yeah. But I saw on a firm it had like a it's almost like a shape of a flag, like almost, not necessarily right, which is a good thing, right? Um, but I saw that it wasn't breaking past the uh, a range. So you can see that there's uh, some resistance here. You could. Uh, I don't know if you can see that, Wukash. Can you mark a floor basically down the middle of that um, mountain, pretty much at the bottom of the, the base of the mountain? where it's struggling to push past currently yeah like there yeah yeah that yeah that that line there you can see that there and then there's a trend line uh, a downwards trend 
from all the way up the top of that mountain all the way down to where it is now. Uh, I don't know if you can see that right there. Like that complete, the whole, the, that whole thing. Yeah, from there all the way down. And if we if we see that, then it, it has points that it needs to push past, you know? Um, and... I would have, I would have drawn that down, but yeah, basically the, it it's it's got a little pressure point. Basically, it's it's at a pressure point right now, and if it successfully breaks past this pressure point, I think that that is a good sign in my opinion. Um, but yeah, from what I've seen, as you can see, there's a there's it's pushing through at a strong wick, but it's just struggling. If it pushes past that point there, I think that that high pressure point. Um, what I mean by high pressure is, you know, you have the, the V that it's making and then it's caught in between that. It's like bouncing. Imagine like a ball. You throw a ball in there. It's bouncing, 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 bouncing. Then it creates pressure in the market. Then it has to break through or tank down. And um, from what we've been seeing, if it has truly bottomed out in December, then hopefully this is a little a little indication that things may be looking better. But I think that... Um, it's good to, to have a look at the conditions of the world, understand what's actually going on. Um, there's a lot of packs and things I'm hearing with China and their currency and other countries using them. Uh, there's a lot of things happening in the world that I'm seeing. And I think that these things definitely have a knock-on effect on the markets. And overall, I would say that fundamentals are more powerful than any technical analysis that you can do, right? Because if there's news that comes out, uh, tomorrow or news that is is bubbling up, a story that's bubbling up, and that's going to affect the whole economy in the in the whole world. That's going to affect the markets tremendously, and that might be something that might not be on the charts TA'd up. So I think, in addition to TA being extremely important, fundamentals are extremely important as well. I, I would say fundamentals are more powerful than TA alone, and having fundamentals and TA allows you to have a, a different level of leverage over the markets. One thing that's quite interesting is that news that comes out normally is pre-released two or three days in advance, especially large stories and things like that. And things that the governments are doing are definitely probably, I would say, seven days or more in advance. You can find out the information on the internet. So um, you can see what's actually happening before it happens. And I think that that is well before it happens publicly right and i think that in itself will give a huge leverage over the markets on a fundamental level understanding if these rates are going to raise up or if this is going to happen how is that going to affect the markets so yeah um but yeah uh let's run let's run through ethereum real quick because i see the same thing in ethereum you know how ethereum follows i don't know if it is a bit clearer in ethereum uh but yeah, uh, in the weekly, yeah, I would widge that, yeah, yeah, I'll widge that, smidge that like this, I'll smidge that, yeah, yeah, I'll smidge it up like that, and then I'll, I'll, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, exactly that. Then I'll chart that, and I see a similar thing there as well. So, um, Wukash, do you see that? What do you think of that? Um, I don't know if if I'm crazy. <laughs> That's it, yeah. But yeah, from from what I'm understanding, it needs to push past a certain point. That needs to return higher as well. You can see there's a touch point above that. Yeah, the 2000 zone that you put there, uh, it needs to push past that. So yeah, yeah it's, I can... all, it's all looking very 
very similar. There's actually quite yeah. a bit of speculation going into potentially Ethereum significantly outperforming Bitcoin. Yeah, but then then again, if you look at the news that's been coming out, Bitcoin are doing smart contracts. So, you know, if you look at the fundamentals, <laughs> Bitcoin smart contracts. And, and here's the thing also, like Bitcoin was created with the idea of decentralization and truly creating something that cannot be manipulated. Yeah. Everything else that's in crypto, it's centralized. Literally everything. Oh, Bitcoin is quite centralized. Well, in, in terms, terms of, of Bitcoin, Bitcoin mining, it. Bitcoin creation, people that are making Bitcoin is quite is quite heavily centralized. Uh, in my opinion, and um, yeah, also the people that are actually the ones that are mining it, and um, the main the main people that are the most bullish. I mean, I can't say too much, right? But the main people that are the most bullish for we want Bitcoin, to we want to still uh, you know see tomorrow on a governmental level. The people that are most bullish for Bitcoin are the ones that are mainly controlling it. I'm gonna just say that. Keep at that. Cool. Okay, cool. Ethereum's at, at, at this point as well. Ethereum's looking pretty much similar. Uh, I feel like it has a bit more to push up through to break uh, through. But obviously, if Bitcoin is earlier going to be breaking through, Ethereum will follow. Uh, but something that's very interesting. Let's have a look at Solana. I call Solana Solana Banana now. I can't get that out of my head. There was a project that I spoke to way back in the way back in the day. It was a Solana Banana project. I was like, Solana Banana? Solana's looking cheap. Solana's looking... Are you, are you familiar with how Solana's being affected now with the whole FTX situation? Because it was FTX's little baby, right? To be honest with you, bro, I, I'm not heavy in the Solana communities at this present moment in time. I've taken a back seat. I ain't talking to the Solana guys right now. I, I know a lot of Solana guys, and a lot of them are not really... Some of them are kind of heavy on it others are not really man i'm telling you this the space is shifting i heard news about a lot of stuff happening with the development and hackathon teams and whatnot i'm not going to spread out you know information that is not meant to be public because obviously might be issues there but um in terms, of, in terms of the price if i if i was only looking at the price Seal, it's a steal right now. I mean, it's 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 survived. If the, if this is the end of the bear market, it's survived. Uh, look yeah. what Cardano did after surviving the last, the previous one. Oh yeah, I can't lie. This this one could be one of the biggest, craziest moves because I know that they're. I uh, one thing I can say, I can't really, but I can say is that they're working in biotech. That's all I have to say. If they're working in mm -hmm. biotech, then cool. But do your own research on that. And yeah, here, that, here's another thing. Because in, in the bear market, if things don't work, that's when everybody cares. Yeah. In the bull market, if things don't work, nobody cares. As long yeah. as we get rich, it's all fine. Doesn't matter if it doesn't work. Doesn't matter if they even haven't built anything. They just have a really good idea. Yeah, but I things are changing. I won't mention the coin. Things are changing, though. I believe things are changing. I think when regulation comes in, a uh, utility is king. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that will that will make a new space where things like that are not all the way put together won't be able to have such large growth. 
And I think maybe potentially that may happen, but not as often. Um, but I think obviously these things will still happen in the space. Like there was obviously 2018, large amounts of hacks happening, large, and that's still happening, but not a lot of projects are being, it's not really being publicized as much. Like, and if you think about it in tech as a whole, like Amazon, Google, Facebook, how much times do they get hacked today? But we don't, we don't get, we don't speak, we don't speak about that. They get hacked hundreds of millions every day. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I think um yeah, it's a very interesting one, man. And also another thing, another thing, there's hella calls call centers making money from uh, Amazon, uh, Facebook, and uh, Google, all of these services. So. There, there's there's a lot of things happening within within those spaces but because this is a new and emerging space a 30 million hack which really isn't a lot in in the grand picture of grand grand scheme of things is really mm. going to be shifting and changing uh everyone's view when you know if you look at the facebook's the google's whatnot their hacks are just absolutely obliterating any hack that's happening within the web free space um but yeah i think yeah, a situation like FTX, definitely insane. Um, something that no one saw coming. Uh, I don't think anyone really saw that coming. Um, so yeah, it's really, really interesting on that on that front. Um, but yeah, Solana, very, very, very low right now. What's the RSI saying? Uh, I can't see that right now. Oh, the RSI itself is is not too low. The RSI is like 50. whoa, wow, it's quite high. Yeah, RSI is quite high on everything, and it, and that's that's on the daily, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. On Bitcoin, it's sixty-five. Wow. On Ethereum, on Ethereum again, it's it's fifty-eight. Yo, bro. Which... Oh, bro. I'm I'm not gonna talk. Okay, cool. We'll talk about something <laughs> off camera about that. Which uh, makes <laughs> me makes me suspect that. <laughs> There is a dump coming. There's a little something coming, bro. I, I recognize that pattern. Um, but yeah, FTM. Just, just looking at Bitcoin, because Bitcoin is going to drive the crypto market, right? Look oh, how yeah. many times this has touched this this line. And yeah, that's why it. I have a free candle confirmation, bro. If it ain't broken the past it, free candles above, bro. In, in 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 the long term time frames then i'm good off that bro unless you're trying to do some short term scalping on a 15 minute it does it don't make no sense but the free candle confirmation i'm telling you man it don't lie bro yeah look at these two that's on that's on a four hour chart look at look these at two that candles oh, that's like God. i won't i won't swear on this but you know what that candle means yeah man yeah yeah Look at that, man. So when there's a wick like that, so heavy, that's heavy selling pressure, man. That big push down. I see things pushing up and down. When I see that wick, it's like a push down. I'm like, yo, they're pushing that down heavy. like. So yeah, man. Um, and also on the RSI, when, whenever you get a bullish divergence, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really buy it. But when you get a bearish divergence, they usually tend to play out right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which we had one here. Again, played out nicely. We have one over here. I don't think, I don't think we're we're out of the woods just yet. Yeah, exactly that, exactly that. But yeah, um, 
any other coins that you want to run through in particular? Um, I mean, we've got the Solana, we've got the Ethereum's. Um, I see FTM over there looking at me, man. Let's go on FTM one more to one one time, and then I think we'll, we'll wrap it up after that. Um, I have a look in the space as well. Um, but yeah, really, really interesting, interesting space. I think next, te technically speaking, that we do, I want to go more in the DeFi projects and just run through some projects that really done well last time. Uh, there was a bull market and see where they are at now because uh, i think out of the out of the picks over there, there there will be some really large large growth and really cool uh projects that we we could cover that um would have really good returns over that could potentially uh if they have survived do well um so yeah i think that would be cool to run through phantom is another one man oh my gosh the crazy thing is, this That's looks a like a whale, whale manipulation playbook. This is a That's Loch Ness monster, bro. Look at this, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Can we zoom into that a little bit? I'm not trying to look at that mountain. Let's 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 get out of that mountain. Let's look at the little one, the little mountain, the little head, little Loch Ness monster head. Let's see what's going on with that. That's that's still on a weekly chart. Oh god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. Mm -mm, I don't like that. That's that's looking like a bearish. It's not. It's not. It's it's not formulating correctly. It's not. It's not a proper flag. Like it's kind of a flag, but nah, man. I don't like. It's got heavy. Like the wicks are chunky in it. So that's heavy good. buying pressure. But for it to have that chunky wick, uh, chunky um candle, and not have a big wick on it, which is clear. And it still be going down bearish. I don't think I don't like that personally. But what do you think, um, Wukash, on that one? What's this daily? Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, that's, that's a bit. That, that's not that, that, that's not daily now. But that's a clearer picture. Yeah, it, it's really struggling. It's really struggling to push through. Uh, that for me, in my opinion, I don't think that's going to break out anytime soon. Um, in my opinion, that's not breaking out anytime soon. Out of that triangle, out of that triangle, in it, you know. With a ball flag, a typical flag, you just make a triangle, and if it breaks through that little triangle, then that's that's when I, you know the ball that I described. That's when that yeah. happens. But right now, it's looking like it's almost consolidating because it's such a long, like elongated line. It's like consolidation almost. It's like struggling. I don't I don't see that one uh, personally doing this thing. Um, but everyone definitely do your own research, do your own technical analysis, and. Uh, please put in the comments what you guys are thinking of what we're, what we're actually running through. Let us know what you guys are thinking and feeling about the market at the moment. Are you guys excited? Are you guys thinking the fear and greed is too high? What's going on? Uh, please do engage with us and let us know. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's 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 being technically speaking. Um, I appreciate you guys, everyone that's tuned in. Um, yeah, really, really happy to run through this one. Um, and excited for the space. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening at the moment behind the scenes that I'm seeing. And um, yes, yeah, crazy. What a crazy time to be alive is, is all I can say. <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. It's been Keish. And Wukash, thank you very much. Thank you for your time and attention. Have a spectacular day, everyone. And see you in the next episode.